This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. That we're recording. We can we can really start whenever. Okay. We can start. Well, first, I just want to tell you that I went into a Safeway today and I did not like it. Oh, yeah. With my mom, mm-hmm. and I almost had like a panic attack, and I had to like, like, hold my hands like this, but down by my side <laughs> to not have a panic so attack. Like, so like, yeah, like, like this, <laughs> and then I was fine. <laughs> I think I've just gotten used to the panic attacks at the Safeway because I go there so often now. Yeah, well, my apparently my mom doesn't like it either because she came home and poured a very healthy pour of Crown Royal. Cheers. Cheers to that. Yeah, sorry for all the digression. But oh, you know. no, no worries. We're, we're chilling. This is a comfort podcast. We're... That's right. <laughs> so I am Sarah and welcome to the Vertical Watering Hole Stargate... Gen- Stargate, Stargate SG fun, Stargate <laughs> SG fun, fun. baby, <laughs> uh, comfort podcast. Um, yeah. So I'm anyways, if you've listened to other episodes, you know where we're at, but like, I'm still about halfway through season 10. I might not watch it anymore until we actually get there. No, that's maybe funny. one, that's maybe funny. one day I'll watch it. No, no, you should just <laughs> hold on. Yeah, it's like a wildly different show. Um, anyway, it's like not even the same show that we're watching right now. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, and, I, and I'm Tori, and uh, I, I have not watched ahead. Uh, this is my latest episode, and uh, and yeah, you know, this is a comfort podcast. We started this uh, at the the first year of the pandemic, 2020, and uh, we're gonna keep going until the end of the pandemic in 2029. 32 47 yeah there were there were many shows we could have chosen to watch anything from farscape to firefly to wife swap just a to t- hoarders <laughs> so many good oh, shows hoarders. we could have chosen i know but what we chose was this show what kind of I, you know what i'm checking out a search and hoarders podcast yeah you want to have a second podcast it'd be hard to keep it fresh you know it's like oh Oh, we'd no, have to we'd no. have to rate piles, you know. Well, the thing is, I mean, I'm I am a former mental health worker, and I know several hoarders personally. Oh man, yeah, <laughs> and I lived with a hoarder. Remember when I lived with a hoarder? That I don't think so I ever hard. saw the hoard personally, but I've heard the stories. Woof. Okay. So anyways, we are at season two, episode nine, Secrets. Oh, man. Yeah. No. Let me get started. How many secrets are in this episode? Uh-oh. Secrets. <laughs> okay. How many jelly bean secrets are in this secret jar? You let us know. Call us or email us. You should know the numbers by now and the email address by now, but we'll give it to you at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Call or email us and tell us how many jelly bean secrets are in this secret jar. And uh, you will not win a prize, 
but we did not count. So then we will know how many secrets there were, but also tell us what secrets they are. We would like that. Please make a list. Yes. Because we, we are not going to, but we, there were many we, secrets. We might, re we, we might reveal the answer later, but probably there not. an insane amount of secrets. Because <laughs> at first I was like, this could also be called family, like last week's. <laughs> oh, alternate, yeah. Uh, season two, episode nine, secrets. Uh, I also, I, I, my old title is snitches get stitches. I was say, okay, so I, I like my alt title was, oh my God, this party only has punch. <laughs> and then, and then my other alternate title is a bit lengthy and might need some editing down, but it's also <laughs> called men make life altering decisions for women and then get mad when the women are like, oh, no, thank you. Oh, I, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That happened about. multiple times. <laughs> oh my God, it did. Not just my, <laughs> the one in my head. Holy shit. Yeah, although I, I I was like, I don't know. At one point I was like, oh, I need an all title. But you know what? Secrets, it's pretty good. I mean, it it's good. it's like a, it's like a high school uh, student's like 10th grade thesis, you know, where. Oh, yeah. This where, was 100% just like watching Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> Another show we could have chosen. <laughs> uh, well, this one's directed by Dwayne Clark. Uh, uh, fun fact only episode he ever directed of Stargate. Oh, my God. That is so much you know, fun. One and done. That's why everybody stop. That's why it's called SG Fun. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should. Oh, 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 oh my God! What's that noise? Well, that's the uh, the twenty four second timer. Um, a bomb oh is about to go off. We only have. Uh, we have to build some tension. This podcast is getting stale. As opposed to the bombs that have already been happening that I've been dropping. Um, <laughs> this is a another that sounds weird metaphorical bomb. <laughs> that and sounds really personal. Oh, I think, oh, oh, my name just came up in the hat. I've got to summarize this entire episode in 24 seconds or we all die. Yep. Or the mountain blows up. Oh, fuck. Tori, this one's going to be hard. Are you ready? No. Set. Go. Okay. The team split up. Carter and O'Neill go to Washington where they're going to get medals, but they don't get them. There's a reporter. He knows about the Stargate and then O'Neill tries to comfort him, but then he dies. Uh, but over in Abydos, Daniel meets. He finds his wife. She's pregnant with Apophis's child. They got to figure it out. And then they t and then uh, uh, Harar comes. He they, they he tries to take a child, but Teal'c stops him. And then uh, uh, she's. God damn it! I know. Hey, this was a dense motherfucker. <sighs> is a good name for this episode also just how long is an Abydos year? And what part of an Abydos year <laughs> equals one season? 30, 30, 30 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Seems like, I don't know, about nine, 10 months equals one Abydos season. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Seems so fair. the years must be long as fuck. I don't know. Like how long, much time has passed for all these things to happen. You know, it's, it can be anything. So well, I mean, know. I think she's been there for her whole pregnancy and her dad said, uh, she's been here for a season. So oh. nobody knows what we're talking about. Oh, oh right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> jumped way the fuck in. Well, yeah. Should we start from the beginning? Where you know, what if we started from the end? <laughs> Just like total agents of chaos. 
do like a memento style podcast. Well, at the end, everything is pretty much exactly where it was before the episode started, except we now realize Hammond is a fucking cold motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only um, real change. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or we at least find out that O'Neill thinks Hammond could be a really cold motherfucker. Yeah. It's like finding out your dad's a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Although there are many daddy issues in this episode for everybody oh my God. all around. Oh, my God. There is. Yes. And a few husband issues, too. Fuck. So, like, what happens is Abydos, it's time to go to Abydos. They unburied their gate. Mm-hmm. They, they, what, they pinged through the gate to say, we did what you said. It's been one of our years. We unburied it. Come on back. And then, um, General Daddy doesn't want them to go because Sam and O'Neill are due in DC to get these presidential awards from mm. saving the whole world that Teal and Daniel don't get. And by not. the way, there are civilian awards that the president can give out. <laughs> so I don't know why the fuck they're not getting awards too. Damn. At, at least Daniel, who's not a secret person. Hmm. Any who's he's like, you can't go because your whole team can't go and is weird because he often just says we'll send part of this other team with you anyway daniel argues that if he doesn't go they'll bury the gate forever and he's like oh and he compliments teal he decides besides there's no one who would make me feel safer at my side than teal did you see how teal how yeah. moved he was oh yeah yeah totally Dude, that motherfucker really responds he has compliments he's just hungry for that shit like nobody <laughs> ever does it he was like oh Thank you, Daniel Jackson. We're best friends now. Well, yeah. I mean, Apophis doesn't seem like he ever would have done such a thing. And uh, well, nobody on this team has ever done. Uh, yeah, o- O'Neill would. It, it would be a backhand at the best from O'Neill, anyway. So no, O'Neill just always corrects them for getting um, saying common sayings wrong, <laughs> which I didn't notice until this this episode how much he does it. I thought it was just the way he talked. Well, yeah. Well, and. and <laughs> Well, so this, okay. So yeah. And so this part where, yeah, it, it's, this is always the plan Hammond's like, well, uh, you're going to have to tell, uh, Kasuf that, you don't, you haven't found his daughter, your wife. And, and Daniel's like, I, but I can tell her that I haven't given up. Yeah. But like, then O'Neill's like, like, yeah, oh, he super gave up on her like a couple times. Episode, couple season one, episode ladies. two. <laughs> Yeah. And then season two, like two or three episodes ago, episode five, maybe. Um, Yeah. He, and then O'Neill is like, what are you going to tell him that his daughter has been taken over by a Gould? And Daniel's like, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Mm -hmm. is, do you need to do that? And then nobody mentions that also, are you going to mention that his son also like it's like no oh, like remember yeah. how they're siblings? Yeah. Yeah, we, we um, yeah, we don't they don't they don't even say his name. I don't get it. I think it's cuz maybe they don't want to pay the writer for this episode who came up with that character, isn't that how that works? <laughs> maybe. I maybe. don't know. That's yeah. just something that may or may not be true that I think I've gleaned from listening to podcasts about TV shows from people who know what the fuck they're talking about. Mm. So they go. Well, I, I, this is the thing. I was like, oh, I think this is the first, like the team splitting up. We got a duel. You know what I mean? They're, they're like, they got two, they're going to be doing two different things. It's going to be scary, but they'll, 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 they'll make do. I guess we got, 
well, I mean, obviously a plot line is Daniel's right. And B plot line is. I mean, I guess, I don't know. The one in DC. It can go either way. It's not really that important. (laughs) Um, So they get to Abydos. Abydos. And my friend was like, I was like, holy shit, another language for like five seconds. (laughs) And good father speak in another language for about three seconds before they're like, anyway, (laughs) my English is better than your Abydosian. (laughs) (laughs) Just like what happens to me in, you know, Germany, France, anywhere. Well, and a quick shout out, it's, you know, it's, it's Eric Avari from the movie. I think he's the, he's the second cast member for the movie that's actually in the series. So it's just him and, and, um, him and, uh, Chlorel. <laughs> Sorry, you know I can't I'm, I cannot remember his name either. Isn't that horrible? <laughs> yeah. You know, you notice how I've been like not saying it. I didn't say yeah. it. <laughs> I didn't say it either. Yeah, him and Chlorel. <laughs> <laughs> so just like Sheree's brother. Hey, Stargate fans, you know, we're trying. We're trying our best. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're not, we don't have an To Drink too much. My memory shit. Just enjoy it. Same. <laughs> I went into a grocery store today. It was really hard for me. I don't have anything left to give this. <laughs> I'm giving everything I have right now. <laughs> I left a lot on the floor of that grocery store. <laughs> Ooh, and that store and that floor was dirty. I, I assume. But I did not melt down. All right. It's good. All right. I did weird things. I did weird hand positions and that's fine. Well, speaking of melting down, you know, Daniel's like, good father. I didn't come back with your, with your, oh, oh by the way, this, this dude, this is Tilk. He's cool. I did, uh, your daughter's not with me, but my, my search will continue for many seasons. Right. And at that bum, point, bum, good bum. father says fucking nothing. He's like, oh, I have something to show you. Yeah. He was like, mm, yeah. And so he takes him and dramatically shows him Shari. <sighs> Holy shit motherfucker like first of all it's really cool i think how teal and daniel are like this is a dangerous monster get away from her they pull weapons on her they're like we're all in big danger teal is ready to fucking kill her oh yeah even though it's shot and she's pregnant but they don't notice she's pregnant which is wild because i know that because in a few minutes she says she's pregnant and then daniel's like holy shit and looks disgusted. <laughs> like, and I just, at this point, I was like, wasn't the last episode also about cuckolding? So it's good he brought Teal, someone who can really understand what's oh, going on. <laughs> oh, you took my joke. I, I was going to say, it, look, it looks like, looks like, looks like Teal isn't the only Delmar Hokum in this crew. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yours is better because you use Delmar Hokum. <laughs> So I was like, that was a really fast plot recycle. Or is it just meant to like bond these two guys? But Daniel makes it all about him. Dude. Like he, he's like kind of so gross. Like his face, like looks like he's victim blaming. And then like, first of all, how do you not notice until she pointed out, but then he makes it all about himself and he leaves. He's like a total fucking nerd bro. So much so that she's like, Daniel Jackson doesn't love me anymore. Well. And, and, <laughs> and Teal'c is like, no, he does. He's your husband. And I love that her dad was like, 
He doesn't act like a husband. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that is solid dadding. Mm, okay. All right. Yeah, no, yeah, this uh, this scene confused me because, uh, yeah, no hug from Daniel, nothing. She seems pretty put together, like, mind control-wise. Like, you think they would yeah. be able to tell at this point. Right? He just, yell- he just yells at her. Yeah, well, because he does think that she that she's the evil entity that took her over, so. Oh, yeah, okay. But was, it, but was this his plan when he was continuously searching for her? Like... He was he was gonna find her and then just start ah, yelling at her. Like <laughs> that is so solid. That is such a good fucking point. Yeah, it's wild. Like he looks shocked to see her. Well, first of all, he should be shocked to see her because what the fuck? He's like, How long has she been here? And he's like, A season. Yeah. And I feel like rude, right? Like he knows that Daniel Jackson is out there looking for Sharae. He knows where she is. He doesn't unbury the gate and ping them and say, P.S. I have a message for you. Sharae is here. Oh, yeah. Because Sharae and Daniel Jackson could have spent that whole nine to 10 months together and yeah. figuring out figuring out a plan. But as it is, by the time he gets there, uh, it just happens. She is ready to fucking pop. Yeah, well, you know, it was funny when you mentioned like, like you were like, how long is the season? In my mind, I, I I don't know why it popped in, but I was immediately like, oh, maybe the maybe the 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 cycle is like faster. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like because oh, of the go out old, like I'd had I don't know why that popped into my head, but there's no there's no that seems absurd now. You're like you you're right. There's no reason for that. So yeah, I mean, so how be. long are these years? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, I think they're throwing that in there when Abydos years because they have really ignored Abydos for like a season and a half. Yeah, yeah, very long time. And so, and and the whole thing about her being like, and well, we we learned she's like Apophis is the father, and Dan- mm-hmm. Daniel is like Apophis is the father. Uh, like, and- did you think you were the father? When was the last time you saw her? <laughs> yeah, like, she obviously got. I mean, like that's that is straight up her body's being controlled by some other asshole that's just rape all the way around and daniel's like gross and walks out of the tent yeah 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 to go pout outside yeah about how bad he feels he hasn't seen her he thought she might have been dead she is actually like present and available she's there she's right there yeah does he hug her no No. (laughs) (laughs) he leaves the fucking tent what a fucking weirdo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh first secret first secret well maybe seconds first one it well, was you mean the first secret that she didn't tell her dad that she was a ghoul okay one uh second secret kasuf not contacting them third right. uh apophis wants to keep it a secret from his enemies right. that he's uh sired a child and so he, he takes her to abydos back to her family i know to hide her yeah, that with no Jaffa present at all. Come on. Right. It's, you know, it's thin. Secrets. But I think we're just, Secrets. I think we're just supposed to be distracted by the fact that Sharae is there and she is pregnant <laughs> with someone else's baby. Oh, man. And then I thought it's super gross because the human body that raped her is like 1,000 years old. <laughs> Yeah, like, but it's, yeah. it's Apophis, though. I mean, he looks he's looking good, you know, uh, but apparently not good enough because he wants to use this child as his new host 
down the line. I guess they gotta they gotta get rid of their hosts at some point. Right, which makes Sharae all cryy. <laughs> well, well, I mean, because it is her baby. It's physically, it's genetically, her baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. <laughs> it's only it's only the worms that fucked actually like they <laughs> like why are they doing this why would they procreate like i have so many questions like <laughs> this human is only awesome because it has apophis in it why does apophis need a new human host ever this one's working fine why does he need a backup why does he need it to be genetically related to this one why he can just go get a new pair of shoes. Like, and if the gold can do this, like, first of all, it was like, oh, this has never happened before. That's what Teal said. And I'm like, okay, so the gold totally inhabit human bodies. And you're telling me they don't like to human fuck. That mm. don't make any sense to mm. me at all. Mm-hmm. And then why wouldn't they just constantly be producing their own? Why wouldn't they just be like producing their, oh, their oh, own, own hosts? hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't they have like a host farm? I mean, it's gross, but they're gross. Yeah. Well, or if they're just down to clown, like I'm sure they can keep up birth rates and yeah. they can, they, if they can, if they can procreate, then just procreate. Yeah. They don't need to kidnap people at all. People who can like apparently mentally fight them. They can get people and just train them to be subservient and, and think that it's a good idea. It's an honor to be a host. Yeah, yeah. From the beginning, like, why are they working so hard? They need to work <laughs> smarter, not harder. I have so many more questions, and I'm so like, they're just firing off in my brain. I'm sure completely out of order. But like, one of the things about this baby that's supposed to make it so great for Apophis is that it has all of the memories of all the Goa Uld, and I'm like, that's not special. That is literally every single symbiote. Yeah, seems like it. Yeah. No, that that's been stated before. That that once it's implanted, then you have all the memories of all the gold. So I'm like, what is even going on right now? Did anybody <laughs> who had anything to do with this episode ever watch any of it? Because you and I have like kind of barely even like watched it and i'm like this is horseshit this is it's kangaroo court (laughs) well the one thing i'll say this like while daniel's you know sulking outside you know teal's hanging out and and you know he for his part he's like he's like i ask for your forgiveness for being like around when you did the you know when you had to run the ritual was what happened or whatever. Cause he was like, I was his prime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause she was like, I recognize you motherfucker. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I captured you. And it, I'm kind of why you're in this situation. Sorry though. Yeah. And she was like, she just is like, Oh, that's fine. Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. That. Yeah. But it's something else. It's <laughs> like, Oh, you're the traitor. And she had that <laughs> word for traitor that they have. Shova. Is it Shova? Can't remember. Shova. Sholva, you're the Sholva. And that's kind of like his first inkling that he's like, oh shit. Yeah. Isn't it? Or he's like, I'm fucking Goa Uld famous. Shit, <laughs> shit, shit. Like in a bad fucking way. Yeah. 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 Cause he kind of sits with that for a second. Well, that's how we learn about the memories of Amanuet. That's the Goa Uld's name uh, mm-hmm. inside Shure. So, yeah, with, with this information, he goes outside to comfort Daniel. 
by saying, hey, what if we let them experiment on your wife on Earth? She's got <laughs> invaluable knowledge, my dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then and then again, it's it's all confusing because he's sitting there sulking, ha- hasn't even like hasn't so much his wife. as waved at her and said, like, wink, good to see you, baby. And he's like, he's like, what, Teal? I will not put her through that. Hasn't she been through <laughs> Haven't she been through enough anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't I been through enough watching what <laughs> her? Okay, sorry about that, you guys. <laughs> but so they get into a heated fight about whether or not Sheree should stay on this planet or go to earth as if it's their fucking decision. Right. Nobody says, Oh, you know who should be part of this conversation is Sheree. Yeah. Yeah, So it's just two dudes arguing over a woman's life. But I did like that. There was a point where I was like, get him T because he's acting like you said, and Teal's like, fuck you, dude. Like you just left her in a tent. Yeah, no, it's yeah. It's, it's, it's like the scariest moment of her fucking life. So get down off your high horse and let's take her back to earth. He's like the first motherfucking thing I did last episode is the first chance I got. I fucked my wife. <laughs> He's like, look, cuck brother, you can do this one of two ways. <laughs> yeah. You can recuck office. <laughs> you can like sweet. You can you can flip that cuck. Uh oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Put the horns on him. Well, yeah. Well, they they go they go about it. They don't really solve much. But then Daniel's like, "I'd like a moment alone with my wife," and I'm like, no, "Yeah, right. I'm sure you can do that. You could have done that. You should have yeah. done that the the very first thing." Yeah, and and this is, I, yeah, no shit. He's acting like he he has to demand it as if they've both been taken hostage or something. I don't get it. <laughs> it's very confusing. But he does. This is when he does get his shit together. Well, uh, I want to do a quick cut to plot B. I feel, um, like, I feel like at this point, we're just plowing through plot A and then we're going to do plot B. You want to do they it? Are, that? They're 100% not related. You want to do it that way? Okay. All right, all right, all right. Okay. Yeah. So Daniel <laughs> entered this enters the tent he goes and hugs his wife and, and, and tells her he loves her and she's like i'm so ashamed you, you're not nothing to be ashamed about uh, like he, i hate what i hate what you've been through yeah yeah he he, he just needed the moment he just need he just needed a moment to get his thoughts together and uh apparently i don't know Oh, but then like, so then what we see is after that, like, she's like, oh, she's so relieved, but I don't think she's convinced that he loves her yet because she's very, she's pretty insecure. I mean, she's got a lot going on. So, um, but like the next thing we see is Daniel and good father and Teal and Sharae all having a conversation about finally, like her involved in the conversation of, should you go to earth? And a couple of things happen in this conversation. One is her dad's like, you have to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the only other go, man. Then who go. Has, <laughs> yeah. He's like, are we voting? Are the three of us voting? I vote. She goes. <laughs> and the only reason I feel like Daniel, like at this point says like, oh, you know what? This really her choice. I feel like he was just trying to flex on good father. Maybe a little Cause, bit. Yeah. Because before he was like, I could be my choice, but <laughs> Like, no, no, she maybe ask her good father. <laughs> I know. First of all, speaking of choice, mm. do they not know have abortions on Abydos? Mm. Mm. 
Because I feel like it's a win-win. Like you have the abortion. And if the Goa Uld tries to take over to stop the abortion, she is going to cause a spontaneous abortion. Oh. Because what, the, what the, we forgot to mention, the reason that Sharae is even available is for some reason, the Goa Uld has to sleep or, yeah, yeah. or the baby will just come out early and be stillborn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although at this point, like I know it, at this it, point it's, it's fully fucking formed. It could happen any totally day. Viable. I don't understand. <laughs> like this is totally a viable baby. So like, what the fuck? It's a whole baby. It, it's everything's formed. Like at this point, why not just come out? I don't know. There's a lot. There's a, I, there's just so much It's written by some dudes anyway. Well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. And, but they come up with a plan because they're like, all right, you're going to take you to earth. Once the baby is born though, you're going to be locked up the entire time. Oh, but no, like at first, cause she was like, Daniel, will I be safe? Will they experiment on me? And Daniel's like, no, I won't let them hurt you. Yeah. And I wrote down LOL as if Daniel has any fucking control over what happens to her. That's true. <laughs> when That's she true. Gets to earth. Yeah. Okay. Like, but they basically come up with that plan and Kasu and Kasufa's like, yeah, but Apophis is going to come back. He'll, he'll raise us to the ground if she's not here. And Teal'c's like, we'll just tell him that an enemy of his took him. And he, and yeah. Kasufa will be like, that is an accurate statement. <laughs> 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 Sounds good. <laughs> and a little bit of foreshadowing. Well, okay. So yeah, but they all decide this now, but when he says that this is a quick question. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did Apophis get to Abydos to drop off Sharae? Via the Stargate that was buried? No, I think by ship. I thought of that too. Well, but later they're like, when Apophis comes back, he's definitely coming back to the Stargate. Oh, that's true. Because he doesn't have a ship anymore. So yeah. How did he drop her off? Wait. So I think um, he, maybe he dropped her off before his ships were destroyed. Hmm. Because mm. it's been like a whole season. Well, on well on cue, a ship rolls in as they're about to go through the Stargate, and uh, yeah, it's like, oh, all right, well, okay, well, we can't di- dial it in time. Oh, this is amazing because apparently it doesn't. The spontaneous stillbirth doesn't immediately happen because what's her name? Amaret Am Am Amanuet flashes out and mm. is like, fuck you guys. And then a ship is coming and she's like, my Lord comes for me. <laughs> and uh, Teal'c almost shot her. This is the second <laughs> time. This hey. is the second time Teal'c has looked like, I want to shoot her. Hey, and Daniel's know. been like, could you not shoot her? <laughs> he looks at her. <laughs> he looks, does it? I've never seen. And I have watched through to season like, Half a season ten. I don't think I've ever seen Teal want to shoot someone so much. <laughs> Daniel's wife. <laughs> yeah, and I I don't know if it. Uh, he's like projecting some stuff, bringing some stuff from the last episode into yeah. this episode. Yeah, yeah. A little misplaced anger. Well, and then they all, and then she also goes into labor at the same time. Right. And so that yeah, they're like, all right, well, I guess we got to leave because the rings start coming down. Wait, would they leave? By the way, she's in labor. Yeah. I really believe I have seen Teal carry some heavy shit. But not, he not Daniel's wife. 
not Daniel's wife. And then the rings come down, and oh, it's not Apophis. It's Stone Cold Steve Harrer. <laughs> Secret's out. It's no Yo. longer a secret. No longer a secret. Secret one out of the bag. So now there's only two secrets left. <laughs> no, one yeah. secret left. No, they're all out of the bag at this point. For now, for plot A anyway. <laughs> no, for plot A, now they're going to make more secrets. So all the old oh, secrets yeah. are out, but they're about to start making more new secrets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Title is apt as fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's like they started with the title and said, how many fucking secrets can we sneak in here? We don't care if the plot makes total logical sense. Spoiler alert. You know how many secrets there are in this episode? 24. 80 quadrillion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 24? Well, that, that was the bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah, Why do I keep forgetting about, about that right. bit? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you always have to remind me? I'm like, what is, why 24? <laughs> Got him. Whatever. So we cut to, they're, they're at the cave uh, where they hit out in the movie. Um, right, and right, Daniel's right. doing his best uh, as a doula. He's trying to give her Lamaze. He's like mansplaining breathing to her. Yeah. Because he's not doing a good job. He's like, you got to breathe. You got to breathe and push. I remember he had experience with this. We learned this in the first season. He's had some experience with that. Remember the uh, the the episode where O'Neill gets old, like the lady yeah, is giving yeah, yeah. birth. Oh yeah! And like no no one raises a hand, but then eventually Daniel's like, yeah, I've done I've done it a couple times. Well, and then he's had that experience too, so he totally. So instead of getting down, like down between her knees to help her, he just like pets her arm and tells her to breathe. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want to because as soon as I'm done. Am 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 Aminette comes back and like I'm like bitch could come back now because you're in labor. Mm, yeah. Like okay, but and Teal'c is like we gotta leave her to do this by herself because she's gonna become a very dangerous go old the second that baby comes out. Yeah. And Daniel finally finally acts right by like I'm not leaving. Uh yeah, Teal tells them. That that mm -hmm. yeah, that's not Apophis up there. It's uh Herrer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this has to happen. And when Daniel does that, Tilk is then confirmed to be the best friend to both O'Neill and Daniel, because he mm -hmm. like, well, I will try my best to stave them off myself. Right, 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 right. And I feel like Daniel might actually be a better friend to Tilk because Daniel gives him again some compliments. <laughs> yeah no they're, they're they're great bros they they yeah they, uh, the one thing getting between their best friendship is that teal is um a consent freak and so he's got some problems with daniel <laughs> well yeah they got stuff to work out and uh some, <laughs> that, some stuff room can't for be worked out and, uh, some shit can't be worked oh, out. Well, like you either right. believe well, in human rights or it'll you don't. always always be a splinter. Then yeah, then. yeah. I mean, Daniel could grow and change, but we get a couple shots of like Kasuf being interrogated by one a Jafar. Oh, yeah, he's his nose is half bloodied. Tilk rolls in saying the cool. He says he, his, his pronunciation of the Jafar is the best. He's like Jafar, and then shoots the motherfucker. <sighs> Then we cut to uh, Sheree not having a good time. The Amanuet is flashing in back and forth. And mm -hmm. I got the, and I, 
because Daniel's like, Daniel's like push. And I had this, I was like, it would be sweet if like Emmanuel like came out and was like, <laughs> just like, yes, I will push. And then yeah. you die. <laughs> that would, First that would have been pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah. 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 I, it would be great if all that straining, like sort of popped the symbiote. Oh, oh, a little bit of symbiote coming out too. Let's just yeah, push that yeah. back in there. No, let's not. Let's uh, <laughs> like herniated symbiote. Oh God, God. Uh, it's a boy, um, mm-hmm. and then that, and that's, and then Emmanuel comes right back. Well, and Daniel's immediately excited. It's a boy, and then he went, "Oh God, it's a boy." Kind of. Yeah. Like he realizes. Up? Yeah. What was what was that? What oh, was that's that? because it'll definitely be used as a host. The child's future is to be a host to Apophis. Oh, oh okay. Right. And if it had been a girl, maybe not. I gotcha. But yeah, but then a Jaffa comes and raises a Zach gun and is like, yeah, the baby comes with me. And I, you know, I already knew it was Teal'c. It sounded so much like Teal'c. I think Daniel did too, but he was just a little cautious. Yeah. Yeah. But also the subtitles gave it away that it was Teal'c. They're just like, Teal'c. <laughs> I'm like, all right, thanks, <laughs> subtitles. <for that." laughs> and then, he then <laughs> you're right, because he immediately shoots Shari. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And Daniel's like, yeah, that's fine <laughs> at this point. And, uh, yeah. D- d- <laughs> Teal'c's a real bro. He's just got to it. He's like, you know, I'm going to shoot. Your- Look, I'm going to shoot your wife because I know. I know how it feels. Because shoot- I know you can't shoot your wife. <laughs> so I, I got you, bro. Yeah, no hesitation. <laughs> yeah. And so then they have this like super dicey plan. To get through the Stargate, even though this fucking plan is is a joke. It's a real fucking, it's real dicey because it's all based on this very specific timing of, which I don't think they had, of O'Neill and Carter joining them. Oh, well, maybe, maybe. Because that seems like their whole plan. Otherwise, what was their plan? Kill Daniel? Yeah, I don't and know. And Teal'c just rejoins this guy's army. Like, what other plan was there? <laughs> He's like, I'll I'll get back to you guys in a bit. Well, and also, plus, are they not taking her with them again? I thought that was the plan. Right? They knew she was gonna re-go at Uld. Like now that she's been shot and she's incapacitated, take her with you. That was the whole plan. That was she the has whole invaluable plan. secrets. <laughs> Like she doesn't have those secrets anymore. Like, I guess she'll be less cooperative. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Before going to the gate, they get they they stop by Kasuf and 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 give him his grandson. And I'm mm. like, they're not taking the child either. I know, because like, he'll be super safe here where everybody knows where he is. <laughs> yeah. Here's your do- here's here's your daughter's rape baby. And he's and he's like, oh, she's he's beautiful, which is fair. It's not the baby's fault. Who's going to take care of him again? They're like, oh, we need to get. He's like, I need to find a lactating woman who can handle a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And that's that's the. they're like, I'm sure I'll find one. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I, I can find somebody like that, no problem. Okay, but yeah, so but uh, so let's let's leave Daniel about to get zapped by Horror's hand blaster and and zoom, okay. rewind 
for plot B of the show, Secrets. <laughs> okay, plot B. Um, the more Sam exciting one. Sam and Diane. I mean, O'Neill and Sam. They're looking good though. They're they're looking good in their uh, what what kind of the the good military uniforms. The yeah, dress blues. Dress blues. Okay. All right. And uh, and this is where I was like, I noted that the party only had punch. But first, before they get into the party, they have a super public conversation outside about the Stargate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. fucking job, motherfucker. A lot of people around. A lot of people yep. around. And they're just like casual out. They're just using outside voice. And they're like, yeah, that, that was crazy. The whole Stargate <laughs> program we're involved with is wild. <laughs> Can't believe I've been to space so many times, real outer space through the Stargate. Me too, sir. Well, and and are they lost? Did they get lost? Because O'Neill's like, you know, I can travel around all across the galaxy, but man, I yeah. can't find a convention center in Washington, D.C. As if D.C. is not easy to navigate. <sighs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> it's like try Washington State, try Seattle if you want some weird navigational bullshit in your life. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, they make it to the shitty convention hall. Oh, my God. Yes. This is such a shitty. This is, first of all, it's a daytime gala or event. Yeah. So that's garbage. Yeah. The music is. Oh, my I God. Was like, oh, my God. Speaking, Dude. I put after I said that abortion thing, I was like, speaking of choice, like this background music. <laughs> <laughs> It's worse than like when Nordstrom in the 80s and 90s used to have like a piano player playing live in their store. That was nicer than this. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I mean, this, this, the, the, it's just the convention. It's not actually a conventional hall. It's just a very large elevator uh, because <laughs> this is Muzak to the Muzakiest. Yes. It's like not even Kenny G level. It's not even smooth jazz. It's not even easy listening. I do not know what it is. Doop, 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 it doop, is. Doop, yeah. It's doop, like one doop, note doop, at a time. Doop, 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 it is doop, like, doop, doop, doop. please don't stay in our shop too long. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, they see, they see Hammond in the press. He's doing his thing. Uh, right. He's, he's glad handing somebody, <laughs> some other guy. So, much like Daniel Jackson cannot see that Sharae is pregos until she's like, oh, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, my God, this is exactly Sam can't recognize her dad until he turns around. She's like, oh, someone's talking to Hammond. How blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God, it's my dad. My, yeah, yeah. And, and she has this face. I And she it says it all. Man, it is amazing. I'm just like, OK, she's yeah. not she's surprised and not really happy. We already know he's a dick. Right. And it turns out he talks to her. He says like two sentences to her. And I wrote down, oh, her dad is a total dick. Relatable. Because he's, he's like a very passive aggressive dick. He's I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> no, it's totally true. But he was right because the cover story does need work. What's funny is he both knows it's a cover story. This tele telemetry bullshit that they're working on. But also thinks she's actually doing it like simultaneously in the episode. Oh, like, right. I know you're doing some top secret shit. That must be pretty exciting. But he's also like, I got you a better opportunity because this telemetry garbage sounds boring. You're right. But here's the real reason it's a bad cover story. Da, 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 da. What if someone asks O'Neill a math question? Yeah. yeah. Cover blown. 
No, you're absolutely right. Well, yeah, this is secret number. So this is secret number five. First one for plot B. Well, the, well, maybe the, maybe the second one. The first one is that Hammond invited her father as a surprise. That, right. that sort of is a secret in a well. So secret number six. Major overstep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'd kill my boss if they invited my dad to something. <laughs> and uh, O'Neill meets him and also doesn't like him immediately. You know, and I got to hand it to O'Neill in this episode. You know, there's a lot of shit that goes around, but O'Neill mm-hmm. seems like he's like the Smooth most operator. Yeah, yeah, he, he keeps it cool. Pretty much this this whole episode. Word, totally agree. But yeah, okay, so we're at we're at number six. The O'Neill and Hammond leave, so Sam mm-hmm. and her dad can have a talk, and he's like, he's like, you know, hey, you know what? I can get you into NASA. Sam. You imagine Sam going actually into space. Yeah. <laughs> it's something Jeff Bezos will never actually do. <laughs> Not almost space, Sam. You know, actual you space. Know, you know that guy has an online bookstore. He's never going yeah. to space. <laughs> you go to actual space like I think maybe Richard Branson did. <laughs> but nobody's talking about that because they don't hate him as much. Mm. <laughs> he also didn't bring Captain Kirk. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, Sam's in a precarious position here. because Right. Because for some reason, she's not telling her dad what she actually does, which I think is fucking wild. Because mm, mm, mm. her dad is like top level military. And it's like, she obviously wants his approval. I just think it's wild that she lets him think she's like basically doing space math, which I bet's a really fulfilling, interesting career. Oh, but yeah. this show, this show kind of throws shade on it. <laughs> oh God. Well, at this point I, I, I wrote, can I just ask Sarah? No. What do you think of Carter's dad? <laughs> <laughs> I think he sucks. He's kind of hot. <laughs> <laughs> especially from the back <laughs> not really but yeah <laughs> and he, he's he got kind of a sexy voice but um are my daddy issues coming out jesus oh christ because he's very narcissistic as is my dad everything's about him and sam even says that later can we can we just talk about their relationship before going to the o'neill stuff sure Okay, so they just keep having this back and forth every time they can have a conversation together. He's like, but I pulled all these strings without asking you right. to get you into NASA. And she's like, uh, I'm going to fucking pass. And he's like really pissed about it. Yes. And so he's like, okay, whatever. I'll talk to you after the ceremony. And she's like, don't leave like this. And he's like, whatever, fuck you. And then after the ceremony, they go to talk again. He's And he is like telling her but it's, he is like arguing with her about what her dream is. He's like, but this is your dream. I'm telling you, this is your dream. And she goes, you know, it's my dream. So maybe it's not. And he goes, well, fathers have dreams too. (laughs) And then he fucking calls her young lady. And can I just fucking tell you how many men I am related to? And some I haven't been related to that I've just worked with who thought it was okay to tell me as a fully formed, grown adult, young lady, this or that. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And also fuck, fuck, fuck you. 
All right. All right. Thank you. The last uncle who said it to me is a rabid Trump supporter who nobody in no. this house, I'm at my mom's house. Nobody in this house speaks to anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Quick side note. Sarah's at her mother's house this week. Yeah. I'm in the Harbor of gig. Yes. <laughs> gig Harbor, Washington. <laughs> While uh, stuff work is getting done on my, on my wee little condo. I'm at the bed, the Patty and Larry bed and breakfast. Yes. Well, and the Wi-Fi seems to be working great. Uh, yeah, the Wi-Fi is really good. Nice. nice. Yeah. Anyway, that's what do you think of Sam's dad, Tori? Oh, well, I think the same thing. Well, uh, we'll we'll get back to a bit more. Uh, we'll, we'll elaborate on their last scene together in, in in a bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, well, that's at me. O'Neill goes to a bar. Good on him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, isn't it funny? He's like, well, I don't like receptions with people. So I guess I'm going to go to a fucking bar in the middle of the day yeah. and drink a whole beer while <laughs> in my uniform. <laughs> Maybe I'm on duty. It's hard to say. Hey, look, spoiler alert. O'Neill's my fucking yay in this episode. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> That makes a lot of sense. He, yeah, he does everything right. Yeah. And then some jabroni rolls, rolls in next to him. <laughs> jabroni. Armin Selig. Dude, that guy's outfit is on point. That guy's <laughs> outfit would look good today. I was really proud of that guy and his outfit. His blue shirt and his brown tie and that that checked blazer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he looks good. Yeah. He's got nice hair. He's got he's got curly hair and he's got it mildly brill creamed back. But not too much, not too much. It doesn't look gross. Well, so he, he, he pops that he knows about Stargate. Like he tried, you know, he's asking O'Neill about it. O'Neill's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Goes to leave. And then he brings out a recorder and <laughs> plays back the conversation that him and Carter had in public about the Stargate. Is that legal? Well, I don't know. It depends on what state you're in. I mean, I think maybe in DC because, um, hashtag Linda Tripp, hashtag Monica Lewinsky. Anyways. Mm, okay. I'm going to say this. You said that Jack did everything right. And he does know that, okay, wow, this guy used a parabolic microphone. But at the same time, for a special ops guy in an episode called Secrets, guess who's the worst at keeping secrets? Jack. Spoiler alert. It's Jack. I mean, is he though? Like, Yeah, because recording information that he got no senator kinsey oh, is probably oh, the, oh, oh right yeah the you. fact that he's like all out in public spilling his his business and then being like oh you heard that i don't whatever i'm gonna just deny 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 but i felt like that reporter should have just said quick here's a fucking advanced calculus question <laughs> fair enough uh, well, yeah, well apparent, apparently he has sources he's like i have a source i think it's important to keep in mind for the future, as we describe this episode, that if he, as he's saying, is ready to publish, that his editor definitely knows all of this information. Mm, 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 mm. So, and his, oh yeah, they had, they had the, they had the tight, yeah, it's on a disc somewhere, like a like a floppy disc. Yeah, you don't you don't say I'm publishing this in my newspaper, unless your editors approved all this time to work on this story and knows exactly what you're uncovering. Yeah. You've already typed it up. Yeah. You know, it's already in the third draft or whatever. Yeah. It's already, yeah. There. It's already fucking what is what year is this? It's already in a manila envelope slipped <laughs> under, slipped under your editor's door. 
you're just looking if you could maybe add a little spice. <laughs> uh, well, you know, O'Neill, yeah, O'Neill, you know, he, he he tries to keep his cool and he, and he, and he leaves. He does keep his cool really well. He's like, well, I don't know what that is. But then, yeah, l- later he spills the beans to Hammond and Carter. And mm-hmm. yeah, and long story short, you know, Hammond's like, look, this wouldn't be, it can't come go out. It would be a disaster, international mm-hmm. disaster, you know, all sorts of shit. Keeping this, keeping a secret about aliens. Okay. Uh, number eight. Yeah. No, nine. Let's say Armin Selig's thing. Nine mm-hmm. secrets. Also, though, I want to say that um, O'Neill was like, is it really that bad? Like, what if it gets out? Yeah. Like, let him write, let him publish his story. Who cares? Well, yeah, because he's of he's of the thought that, yeah, no one's going to believe it. Yeah. And even if they do, I think he's a little ambivalent about keeping it a secret. That's true. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Because he wants a little bit of limelight, as we'll see later. <laughs> right. Because he's like, you'll be a hero. You'll be a hero. <laughs> well, and, they, and, they, and, and so the three of them like kind of sort of sit and be like, try to figure out who the source could have been, where the leaks at. Oh, and they presume it's Senator Kinsey. Well, there's like not one of ours. No. Oh, I know because O'Neill's like, we might have a leak. There's hundreds of people who work at the mountain. (laughs) And Carter's like, no. No. And uh, Hammond's like, I agree. No way. (laughs) So yeah, Kinsey's crew, maybe. Yeah. Right. They think it's Kinsey's crew, who I think Hammond tries to pin future actions on, but it wouldn't make sense. Why would Kinsey's crew do the leaks? Because one of the things that Armin says is this is a $7 billion a year program that the taxpayers know nothing about. Do you think that's okay? That sounds like a Senator Kinsey's office. Mm. At the very least, Colonel Mayborn, is he, is he in the show yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah, was, he was there for the finale and all that. Okay. Yeah. So that, he does know all the information that, that Armin yeah. said. So he could have, he could be the leak. Mm-hmm. Or... Is the doctor from Voyager on the show yet? No. Okay. He will. He will never be on the show. Don't worry about that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And if he comes on the show, he's going to be hella pro the Stargate program. Okay. Okay. Good. Well, Ham. Well, and and then Hammond basically tells O'Neill, "All right, go talk to the reporter." Which I like. Go find him, and O'Neill's like, "He'll find me." Well, and I, well, and I was like, "Is that isn't that the worst thing to do? Because you're sort of inadvertently confirming everything if you do that, right?" Like, or... well, they think that they're going to talk to him and be like, they want to find out what he knows. Mm. So that's like, why. Maybe figure out the leak. Maybe, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. Well, and find out like how much does he know, and how much does he just think he knows, and how big of a problem do we have, and who can we? Okay, that makes sense. Who can we bring up on charges of like fucking espionage? Mm. So O'Neill, yeah, he's, he just sits down at the bench and then puts on some, some dope ass sunglasses. Oh, not, fuck quite yeah. as, not quite as good as Joe Biden's sunglasses, but pretty good. <laughs> well, and Arm, Armin leeches right up, right up in. And yeah, he, he knows everything. Like he knows. The I know. Pl- he doesn't even wait for 60 seconds. That's creepy. <laughs> Armin's one hell of a stalker. He knows the plot of uh, the opening episode of season two. He like, he knows it all. Yeah. <laughs> And I was curious about what O'Neill, how O'Neill was going to play it, but he plays it super cool. And and he, mm-hmm. and the only thing he talks about is like, yeah, yeah, hero, huh? Hmm. Hey, if when you when you make it, O'Neill is spelt with two L's. I didn't know that. I did. Oh. But I've seen this episode before. 
<laughs> He's like, cause there's a Colonel O'Neill out there that only spells it with one L and he does not have a sense of humor like me. Yeah. 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 So I do not want to be confused with that joyless motherfucker. <laughs> so again, O'Neill then ups and le- I guess not really, le- I guess learning what he knows and then is about to leave. <laughs> Armin oh, walks down God. the steps. Armin just like walks backwards into the fucking street in DC. I don't think so. <laughs> You'd be fucking crazy to do that. East Coast drivers, what are you even doing walking backwards into a crosswalk? Anyway, he gets hit by a fucking car. (laughs) This episode just got interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it is almost over. But then I was like, so O'Neill, it says you, which is exactly what you're supposed to do. Not just someone call 911. He's like, you call 911. And he runs down there and he holds... Uh, Armin's oh, yeah. head. Oh, yeah. And Armin is Armin's last words of life are you son of a bitch, <laughs> which is terrible for him um, or really triumphant. But and then O'Neill like looks at his hand because he says, You did this. And O'Neill's like, It wasn't me. And he's like, You son of a bitch. And O'Neill holds his palm up and there's literal blood on his hands, yeah. which is wild because there is not even figurative blood on his hands. So I don't understand. <laughs> It's it's very convoluted to say that that figure of blood is on his hands. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he dies and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And so, but hey, problem solved. <laughs> Except, Except for the not. Because there's no way. This is why I thought of this. There's no way the editor doesn't have copy and all these facts. Yeah. But the editor might be scared into not publishing i suppose why by 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 his journalist getting hit by a fucking car which yeah he might be reluctant to to reassign the story which uh just quick side note we see who's we sort of we see the silhouettes of the people who are driving the car and who are inside of the car those are those are government fucking agents i'm sorry i'm sorry their their shoulders are too broad and straight square their suits are too nice they they're having they have glass come on this, Government you know. agents don't have nice suits. FBI wear shit suits. Don't you watch FBI crime drama? What? Their suits are just, they get made fun of. Oh, I can tell you're FBI because your suit's trash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, in my mind, I, I, I was just like, that ain't no accident. That'll, no. Come, that'll be coming. Well, nobody thinks it's an accident. But they did wear a really, identi- they did wear, they wore a really identifiable car. Yeah. Like it is, it is a, an old model, an early model, mint green sedan. Like, why wouldn't you just drive? It's the nineties. Just drive fucking a beige Taurus. And not to mention the fact that, that it just drives away. It, it doesn't. Yeah, it just drives away. Hit just, and run. And nobody gets any information off of it. No. It's probably fake anyway. This happens all the time in, in, in the, in, the, in front of the steps. And so, anyway, after this, like we see Carter with Daddy again, and Daddy's like, NASA, you should do NASA. It's my dream and your dream. And she's like, You didn't even ask. I mean, you didn't ask me. You just pulled all these strings. I don't want to do it. And then he's like, I have cancer. Yeah. 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 I'm like, Okay, you borderline motherfucker. (laughs) Like, that's some shit to pull on her. 
Um, well, then the thing is, he's like, yeah, I got lymphoma. And she's like, oh, fuck, dad. And it's and super, like, oh, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's super <laughs> manipulative because he's like, I have, you know, I have cancer. And then bright and cheerfully, he's like, it's not too bad. I'm going to be around for a while. It's like, what the, what? I know, I know. He's, he's so... He's like, feel sorry for me. And then rejects the sympathy yeah. and the emotion. He's yeah. like, feel emotions. I reject your emotion. Yeah, exactly. He's hot garbage on a stick. And then, uh, yeah. And then, yeah, they do the dreams thing. It's fucking ridiculous. He's leaving in a huff. And then he's like, oh yeah, congratulations on, on, on your medal. I'm sure you deserve it. Yeah. What? <laughs> he's so passive aggressive. <laughs> and at this point, like I was also... Because apparently the ceremony was canceled because O'Neill was witness to a hit and run and had to make his statement right away. Is it, yeah, is that is that what happened? Is it yeah, yeah. And so the president couldn't adjust his schedule. So the whole thing was canceled. And I'm like, I feel like they could have waited to have gotten O'Neill's statement. Yes, very much so. Okay. That very much or they could have like Sam still could have gotten her award and O'Neill could have maybe made it or may not made it. But the whole ceremony was canceled. So they're going to get a getting, private ceremony back at the base. Lame. With with, with daddy killer. <laughs> daddy, daddy. Fucking hell, dude. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So we cut back to the base where, yeah, there's a nice little informal ceremony in the in the in the gate booth, you know, mm-hmm. and this gave me flashbacks uh, to when I uh, won the hump festival. You guys should know Tori's local should be famous because right. he won the Strangers Hump Festival one year. A long with time ago. <laughs> definitely the best video I've ever seen. The The flashback was because the year before uh, I had also submitted a video. It didn't it didn't win anything. But I went to that the party like the, the award ceremony. They had it at Havana, I think. Mm hmm. And yeah, it was a party, you know, people and they had a and they had like a ceremony, but the year I won, they didn't have a party at all. And so I ended up going to the stranger's office, going up the elevator into their very small little reception thing. And all it was, was like an intern came out and handed me a basket and was like, congratulations. Oh, that's you, horrible. Are the, you are the winner of hump. Good job. That's terrible. <laughs> the editor could have at least come out. Okay. Well, I just don't, that's trash. No, it was, I, I was, I, it was very anticlimactic, you know, <laughs> unlike, unlike your video, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, this made me think of that. Cause I was like, yeah, this is great and all, but it's just general daddy. Like, so yeah, so they're having this little form of uh, the ceremony. Um, and then Hammond's like, all right, uh, well, we're going to do this, but you guys got to leave for Abydos soon because that's your thing. So in my mind, I'm like, did Daniel tell, was that always the plan that they were going to roll was in? All, I think that was always the plan. And so, but, but what happens is then when daddy says that Carter says, okay, I'll be geared up and ready to go in 10 Colonel. And she takes off to go change. She's efficient. And then Hammond turns around to the witness in the room and just says dismissed. And then he turns around to O'Neill and he goes, it wasn't us. And O'Neill goes, yeah, of course, sir. But then his eyes, as Hammond walks away and leaves the room, his eyes, he side eyes the 
fuck out of him. His eyes cut over like he thinks Hammond ordered it himself. Look. Like he thinks Hammond was driving the goddamn car. Like, look, look, because Ham Hammond's exact words are, it was an accident. Oh, I thought it was, he said it wasn't us. He said it was an accident. It was an accident. Like which, maybe they just meant to hurt him. It's no, no. Or it's like a, it was a, a car. It was a car accident. It's a bald face fucking it. lie. It's a bald face fucking lie. Do you think? Do you think our good daddy Hammond? Anyone would know that that's not an accident. Anybody would know that, right? Like that's true. And you know the fact that Hammond's not even sus means it was definitely his operation. So like I'm just disappointed in I I feel like I I've grown up and I'm turning around looking at my daddy Hammond going, my God. Oh, you're not you're not perfect. So this is secret number 10. Secret number 10. We're at 10. Great. Well, secret 11 is that O'Neill doesn't believe him and thinks oh, he's a murderer. No. <laughs> fuck no. Fuck no. Yeah. And have him yeah. Sam. Like Sam should have some opinion about it, right? But she's just like, yeah, derp, derp, derp. Really I didn't have it, to yeah. see it. I'm too busy <laughs> thinking about my dad's cancer and personality disorder. <laughs> so then we go back. Now this is where we go back oh, and yep. join, join them back at Abydos. The gang aligned. This fucking dicey ass plan where Teal'c comes in dressed as the Jaffa of Harur and he's got Daniel as a prisoner. Yeah. And they, they, um, I don't know what the plan is, but Daniel's like, so, like sassing off <laughs> this Goa Ul who is like, humans are like, I don't give a shit that you defeated Apophis. Fuck you. You're going to fucking take, I, just for this shit, I'm going to take your planet over. You'll worship my ass. He's like, kneel before your God. And then Teal, of course, has to like take him out from the back like my like my dog does all the time when I'm walking. <laughs> and like, just uh, so Daniel falls to the ground and uh, and then it looks like he's going to get murdered by Teal. <laughs> Well, I don't really know what's supposed to happen at this point. Well, it's going to get, well, it, well, it's weird because, well, cause they know that this dude, like he's not like that we've gotten the context. He's like one of the most bloodthirsty of the Goa'uld apparently. It's like, what, what did you think would happen? So he's going to, he's about to hand blast him. He's about to fry his brain. Oh, that's right. And I'm like, what are they going to do when he start? they start hand blasting him? But we hand blasting. <laughs> it's definitely for the advanced people. Finger blasting is for amateurs <laughs> and hand blasting is for the truly advanced. Yeah. Some of us will never go there. And gods, there. Anyway, gods. That's uh, for the gods. And I am but a human. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So any hoozles, they, the gate starts activating yeah. and they think it's got to be Apophis. Which doesn't make any sense because Apophis still thinks the gate is buried. That's a good point. So uh, dressed as one of the loyal Jaffa, Teal and an actual loyal Jaffa go to stand at either side of the gate. They're ready to rock. In order to like attack Apophis as he comes through. Yeah. But somehow the Jaffa that is really a follow of her, he doesn't know that you have to stand away from the vertical <laughs> slime hole when it discharges. 
so he is toast like all those prisoners. He got a little too close. <laughs> yeah, he got a little, he flew too close to the sun. Okay. And he, so that was convenient. So that's one down. And, and as is always the case, they have a super limited number of bodyguards with them. It's like two plus teal. And, but then this is the thing is that O'Neill and Carter come through ready. They come in guns blazing. For, so, which makes no sense yeah, because yeah. they never do that. They always come in like casual Mary and they, who's, well, that's not a saying, ca- <laughs> casual Mary. That's like Johnny they come, come lately, in like but, you casual know, casual Mary. Mary. <laughs> casual Mary. I'm going to make that happen. They come all in like casual Mary and they <laughs> just did. They didn't even send a probe through first or like a communique to make sure everything was okay. They just come through and start a shooting. But again, once again, they fail to aim at the actual Goa'uld before he very slowly puts his shield up. I fucking hate that. But I guess the shield doesn't keep like projectiles out. I guess. Did we know that already? Well, it, 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 I, I suppose it, it sort of seems it's like it's almost like the Dune shield thing. Fast projectiles don't can't go through it, but slower stuff can. Mm. That's right. We earned we learned that on the um Knox episode. Mm. I think, right? Anyways. Well, O'Neill O'Neill knows it because yeah, he does that. O'Neill tries to shoot him, doesn't work. So fucking O'Neill gets out his sweet ass knife and throws it right into Haru's hand as he's about to hand blast him. It's fucking that sweet. That is pretty that is pretty badass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then so Harar rings out and he's like, you guys will pay for this. You guys will fucking pay for this. And then um, O'Neill says, dial us home, captain, please. Yeah. Why does he say please? He's scared of it. He's scared of everybody now. He's paranoid as fuck. He's he's trying to be super nice. (laughs) I don't know who's a murderer (laughs) in my world now. So he's like, dial us home, captain, please. Yeah. You wouldn't kill me, right? <laughs> I only accidentally was involved. And so they go home. No, no. Uh, uh, before she can dial in, the gate starts up again. Oh, fuck. And That's Apophis right. rolls through. I forgot about that. I did not write anything down about that for they, some reason. They they hide, you know, and but yeah. and then Share comes right in. Oh, yeah. This is a whole thing that I didn't write down. Yeah. Well, and, and so like she, she comes in, she's like, uh, my, my King and he comes up to her and he's like, and he's like the, the child. She's like, Oh, uh, horror took him secret number 12. Cause that's a mistake. Like her thinks Apophis has it and Apophis thinks her has it. And can, can I just say, you know, Apophis is a dick, but he gives her more of a Good, he's hello. better husband than yeah, Daniel. That's what I'm saying. Like he he brushes her face a little bit, and he's then he's like, "Come, my queen," because he's she's like, "I'm fucking sorry. Like I I fucked fucking up. lost our baby. Yeah, like I didn't lose it, lose it, but like literally had it. It's alive, and I lost it. Like you lose your keys <laughs> or an expensive watch. And as opposed to Apophis being like. <laughs> And, and what about off. me? <laughs> yeah, he was just like he sends some troops out to find it as he gently touches her face and says, um, "Yeah, he's like, come, my queen," and and he is so nice to her that I'm almost <laughs> like on their side now. 
wait a minute. I'm confused. <laughs> this, yeah, we're no, th- this, this episode, I don't know where I stand and, and anything anymore. <laughs> but as they turn to go, like she turns over and, and, and sees Daniel and the crew and yeah. says nothing. I'm starting to wonder why there hasn't been more in history, more sort of, this is why they should all be fucking and having their own brainwashed people who don't have outside contacts, because I would think there should be throughout their history, more humans who kind of like can take rest control away from their hosts as both. Um, fuck. Now I fought, forgot Kalel. <laughs> Oh, Chlorel. Chlorel. Now I can't remember either of their names. Oh, Scara. Uh, Scara. 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 As both Scara and Sharae have shown managed to do. <laughs> yeah. And because in this one, like, what's her name comes back and he's like, come on, Sharae, fight it. And Sharae comes back for a few. Yeah. Um, which, what? So, um, so is this secret? So the, I, I consider this a secret uh, number 11. So there we go. Right. I think that's it. We're at 11. Right. Boy. Did you get it right, uh, good listeners? But you know what? Call us and correct us. Yeah. Tell uh, us what we missed. You can call us at area code 425-610-6554. Or if you're like me and would rather cut your own face off than make a phone call, you could email us at verticalwateringhole at gmail.com. And tell us how many secrets you thought there were in this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and, and with that secret, the, the, they leave and then the gang leaves. They notice that she saw them. Right. Daniel makes a big point of it. He's like, that's my wife. That was my wife. That's Did you my guys wife. That was my wife. That's my wife. I know I almost married another lady entirely. And like there have been some other indiscretions, but that was my actual wife. And I just want to say that she looked right at us and did not blow us up. So... I'm back in the game. Back in the game. Yeah, I just want you guys to know that my wife is cool. <laughs> uh, well, and, and then they go through, and that and that's the that's the end of the episode. The done. And apparently, she was hiding. I just want to say one moment. Like, apparently, oh. she was hiding some fancy clothes for when she became not charade. Oh again. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because she had fancy shit. They were on. waiting. Yeah, she was waiting to put it on. Yeah. She looked looked much fancier. No, see, that's how great uh, a husband Apophis is because she was still Sharae when he dropped her off, but he was like, she might need this when she comes back. Yeah, she's not going to be Sharae when I pick her up. Or he was like, I don't want her looking like fucking shit when I pick her up. He's like, she'll want want nice new clothes. She'll want to look good. You know, I feel like you're right. He was so nice Consider to her. It. <laughs> and I'm just like, humans aren't that great anyway. And I kind of don't like Sheree. Oh my God. Team gold. Oh, fuck. Anyway. Hey, Tori. Yeah. Were you comforted by this episode? God, this is a hard one. This is a hard okay. one. I Were you think- comforted by A or B of this episode? <laughs> Uh, I was mostly comforted by a mostly because just cause it's a continuation of the, of the lore of the, what's, you know, the, like one of the main plot points, right? Like the main plot point. <laughs> yeah. But mostly because I, I just enjoyed the fact that I was just like, Oh, that's a secret. Oh, that's a secret. Oh, that's a secret. Oh, that's a secret. Mm. I, you know, it was a little game, uh, plot B I'm, 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 I I'm fucked. I I'm, I'm stressed. Hammond Hammond is evil. 
I, I, yeah, I'm not comforted by by plot. And Sam has a shitty dad, apparently. Like, you I'm know, not- how come Hammond didn't have like a goatee? <laughs> he just has a goatee in that <laughs> one scene because he's like um, <laughs> alternate universe. He's like mirror universe. Hammond O'Neill's like, I never noticed that sh- that evil man goatee. On I never before. noticed that you had a goatee and wore all leather like people <laughs> from the mirror universe. That's wild. Yeah. So, yeah. So I don't I don't know. Maybe they cancel each other. out. I'm neutral on this episode. Uh, yeah. What about you, Sarah? Were you comforted? Yes. I'll tell you why. I don't care what this episode was about. I had over an hour. And so I got to put on my noise canceling headphones and just sit and watch this episode. <laughs> and it was very clear. Hey, I'm doing something right now. Oh, oh And yeah. I was sorry when it was over. <laughs> I'm not at my own house. I don't have anything fucking better to do. I mean, sure, I have phone calls to make, but we all just heard how I feel about making phone calls. So I was comforted as fuck. I don't even give a shit what this episode was about. Like this episode, it could have been the week that we watched politics and I would have been like amazing. <laughs> okay. We yeah. could, it could have been the broker divide and I'd have oh been like, well, I love everything mm. about this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Cool. My mom's an amazing person and I love her. I, I love Sarah's mom too. She's awesome. We all know what it's like, though. Yes. All right. Well, Sarah, uh, did you uh, decide yes, on? Did you decide on your yeah who you'd like to be, your ne who you would not like to be, and your meh who you yeah maybe absolutely. What do you got? Okay, my ne is definitely Sharae because she has to do childbirth. Boom! Worst thing that happens to anyone on this show. Okay. My yay is Sam because that garbage is a hundred percent in my comfort zone. (laughs) I know that script and I know how to act. Um, My meh is, and this is a bit dark, but Armin. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) You were like, Share or Armin? Childbirth, <laughs> death by car. <laughs> Childbirth. <laughs> I mean, actually, maybe who I want to be is uh, Am Aminette. Oh, yeah. Ammon Matt, because mm-hmm. she's got a pretty good dude. Oh, man. Yeah. They got a, it seems like they have a great relationship. <laughs> maybe I'll change my, okay. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to change it. It was Armin, but I'm just going to say that's worth considering. How about you, Tori? Did you have a yeah, meh, or ne? Um, my yeah, who I'd like to be is easy. O'Neill. He just, he was like, he was like, I don't know. He was like the neutral card in this episode. He, he was just stuff happened to him and, but he played it cool for the entire time. Looked good. You know, rolled with the punches, rolled with the punches. Yeah. And I think played everything pretty well, but then got put, put in a very weird position. I think he was shattered at the end of the episode. That's true. But yeah, no, that, that is true, but he'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, my nah, it's a, it's a tie. Uh, one, uh, uh, the first is Charay and that's (laughs) for many reasons, uh, childbirth, uh, (laughs) shitty husband, (laughs) <laughs> she's she's living back at home with her father. <laughs> Wait, 
Goal of parasite. I'm, I'm living at my parents' house right now. <laughs> so yeah, a lot, lot of shit happening to Share, but she is tied with Carter because uh, with all that stuff about Share that's that's horrible, Carter's mm-hmm. dad is such a manipulative asshole that he it's close. Her, that yeah, it's close. His, I would rather have Share's dad, I think, than mm-hmm. um, Carter's dad. Because I kind of have Carter's dad on steroids and we don't talk. So it's rough. Anyway, sorry. Did you, who's your meh? Uh, Hammond. Because I'm, I'm. What? Well, I mean, it's like, not not that I like, I don't know. This is even more controversial than my meh. Is it? Well, it's just because. Like, is I'm, it? I don't know. Well, because I, well, I don't know. Like the whole episode, he was just kind of like his glad handing. Like there's a little scene of him like just like talking about a boxing match. Like, yeah. Like, and, and then, yeah. And then the whole like, he's like, that dude is definitely lying. Like he definitely knows it wasn't an accident. And he did it so straight faced. I know. And he was so sincere. It's like, oh my God, I can never believe anything he ever says again. Yeah. So I don't know. He's, he's my meh. Cause, cause yeah, I, I don't know. I'm on the fence about him now, you know? Okay. That's fair. All right. Oh fuck. I'm supposed to read the whole episode description for next time. Episode 10, season two, episode 10, Bane. While exploring a new planet, Teal'c is stung by a giant insect whose venom causes a terrifying transformation. This is a cool episode. Cool. Come try a... Come try a... Do you have any products you like that aren't sponsoring us? I have one. <laughs> uh, I love Nintendo Switch. Uh, Nintendo, you know who they are. You've known since the 80s. They make pretty good products they don't they have a pretty shitty business model and just make you pay full price for every remake that they make and uh never put anything at a discount they're uh, but and they're rich as fuck because of that but they also make good products so nintendo is that really a shitty business model or one you don't like (laughs) mine was gonna be mine was gonna be um Kim Crawford Sav Blanc, which now comes in a can, which is fun. I bought that because uh, Tori drinks White Claws, and I thought it'd be fun if I were also opening a can yeah. during the episode. And I've now had uh, two cans, is two thirds of a bottle of wine, which I have consumed. Yeah, is, is it accurate as, as as of this point? Is that what you? It feels very. It feels hella accurate. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so now that you stuck around for that, you are get to stick around for our last segment, which is called Get to Know Your Hosts. And this is a segment we have because we don't do a lot of chit chat. We like to just talk about the show you came to talk about or hear about or whatever the, f- I don't know if you're talking back. So, so this is when I take the, I awkwardly take a couple's therapy deck and Tori and I, who are not a couple, just podcast partners. I ask a question and we both have to answer it from this deck. Oh, you, yeah. So, you, you brought it with you to your mother's side. Maybe you guys should, you guys should like play the game. <laughs> you should just pull it out one night. This and, is only, and, this is for the podcast. Only. Okay. <laughs> Tori. Yeah. What makes you nervous? It makes me nervous. Yeah. What makes you nervous? 
This is one of the, this is like the most mild question we've ever had to answer. I can answer first if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Phone calls, making phone calls Mm, mm -hmm, and going mm. to grocery stores. Oh, (laughs) which I had to do today. What makes you nervous? Uh, actually, no. Yeah, I have one now. Uh, buying Christmas presents. Mm. I, I word. I mean, I yeah. Well, just just it gives me anxiety. Is it the same thing? Yeah. Okay. Like I like the act of gift giving, but I don't know. Same. And it's a recent thing. Yeah, it's only in the last few years, and I don't know what it is. Like just the thought of it, like just makes me nervous and I end up mostly not doing it. And especially at at, at like Christmas time when it's sort of like something you, well, have to do. Right. You know what I mean? It's obligatory. Yeah. And, and yeah, that, that just compounds it. And so it's, it's not a fun experience and I wish it was. Um, all right. Well, uh, well, uh, thanks for hanging out with us and learning all that stuff. Good listeners. Go check out our website, seventhsymbol.com. And uh, we're streaming on, you know, all the streaming sites of your choice. You know, mm-hmm. Google Play, mm-hmm, Spotify, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Dogcatcher, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, if we ever have like a real listening community, I think it should be called Good Listeners. I would imagine it's already taken, but we could we could do it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, we're doing this podcast. Why should <laughs> we're like I'm writing oh, it on the outside of my notebook? Ten, ten Stargate podcast eleven. Yeah, but ours <laughs> is irreverent. Wait, is that the same as reverent? Wait, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, um, peace out. Bye, everybody. Y'all. <laughs>